Wrong one. Podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Alicia Thayer. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And this time, instead of uh, covering our MCU movies, we're going to be going back to an older version of the Avengers, who, strangely enough, I believe still fits in the MCU. We will be covering the 1998 Avengers that came out on a date that Al wrote down and I didn't look at. <laughs> and I deleted it off of mine. <laughs> August 14th, 1998. Two days after my 10th birthday. August 14th. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, so so we're still going to do our, our wiki entry. Um, but in keeping with the theme of the 90s, I'm going to read this like you would hear it probably in the 90s. Oh, is it going to be extreme? Uh, <laughs> God, I hope so. I, I can't do anything that good, unfortunately. No, no, I'm just going to be... Well, just... Uh, you'll see. <laughs> The film opens with John Steed, agent of the Ministry, in a training course which he finishes successfully. Next, we see Dr. Emma Peel at home where she receives a phone and a phone call telling her to go to a gentleman's club, no women allowed, where she meets Steed for the first time. The two head off to the Ministry to meet Mother, who informs them the Prospero Project, an attempt to influence the weather, was sabotaged, apparently, by Emma Peel. Dr. Peel claims she is innocent, but she is sent to work alongside Steed to find the real culprit. Mother's offsider, father, claims Peel suffers from a mental disease. They go off to visit Sir August de Winter, an old ally of the Ministry. He takes an instant liking to Peel, as they both share a love of weather. Steed and, Steed and Emma follow a lead to Wonderland Weather, a business that artificially creates heat or rain with a special machine where they discover two dead men in teddy bear suits. Huh. The members of a secret organization, led by De Winter, all wear teddy bear suits to disguise their identities. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding it in. The teddy bear suits. Oh, my God. I watched this at work and had to stop myself from laughing aloud when I saw that. I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Seriously? Oh, God. Oh, yeah, no. Man, that that uh, that aim suits really the the precursor to those B suits was really just not uh, not that good. I'm glad they changed. No. <laughs> oh yeah, but we'll, we'll get we'll get there too. I mean, the wonderful costume they have. <laughs> um, so the first thing that struck me when I was watching this MCU movie, they don't have the MCU logo. Which just completely threw me off. Because I would think the Avengers, expecting, you know, Hulk, Captain America, Iron Man, no MCU logo shocked the hell out of me. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, they, they didn't have all that set up at the time, right? I mean, this was the 90s. Things were crazy. Everything was extreme. So they extremely didn't want a logo for some odd reason. That's they true. extremely failed at this movie? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's early, early, 
it's early days in the MCU. I mean, we're celebrating the 10th anniversary of the um, MCU, but really, they don't even acknowledge this as part of it. Because they could be celebrating their 20th anniversary. It's so, so weird. I was bored. <laughs> All right. Well, you were bored even through the awesome um, tra- are the awesome credits. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was okay. I, I'm going to keep this up the whole time. I was thoroughly entertained. <laughs> you can be entertained. I will fall asleep the next time I have to watch this. Uh, it uh, well, I mean, the credits were. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep this up, too. Very much 90s, right? They were all dark and stormy. You had mm-hmm. the, you know, all the all the clouds moving, really fast moving, too, by the way. Well, um, they say they say very 90s, but, I mean, DC still does dark and stormy everything. So <laughs> DC hasn't figured how to dig itself out of that <laughs> hole yet, so let me know when they figure well, that out. Well, you know, out. they're trying to bring this back. They like it. Yeah. I mean, they they found out how popular the Avengers, the first Avengers was, so they went and found the first Avengers movie, and this is it. So this is why it's all dark and stormy. Oh, no, but Tony I was excited. Go ahead, Al. No, Tony. Oh, I was I was just gonna say, you know, it's it's twenty years, but I gotta say they have some improvements over this, right? That kind of dark and stormy. Uh, but uh, you know, very different things, pros and cons uh, on on both sides. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although when I was watching the um, the credits, opening credits, I was shocked by how good a cast it is. Like, not even joking shocked. Like, I was surprised because I've – I don't think I've seen this movie since right around it, when it came out. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I haven't even seen this movie at all. Like, this is the, the first time uh, – I've always meant to, just, just never got around to it. And it's – you have a lot of people here who have – have done some great movies um yes you know and yeah i mean you have you have uma thurman who was yeah. poison ivy in batman mm-hmm. and robin mm-hmm. you have sean connery who played sean connery in well every movie sean connery's in but he was also in the league of extraordinary gentlemen yes um you have uh ralph fiends fines how do you say his name rafe fines rafe fines oh man i super miss miss uh <laughs> no i'm name. pretty sure that says ralph it does say Ralph, but it's pronounced Rafe. I know this one. Well, okay, the British are weird, but you know he's he's famous. He was Voldemort. He played mm-hmm. Alfred in the Lego Batman movie. Yes, he did. A lot of stuff. We also get Eddie Izzard. Yeah, Eddie Izzard, who played Voldemort in the Lego Batman movie. So yeah, oh, I did not know that. <laughs> I was surprised when I was looking this up. I have not seen any of the Lego. <gasps> Oh my god, those are so good. <laughs> but anyway. Mm, I'll leave that to you then. Oh my god, they're so good. I mean, I was shocked how good they are, but this is... If we cover a DC movie, I won't cover Lego Batman. But we'll see if that <laughs> ever happens. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I it's don't the, do it's Lego. The, it's the best Batman movie, by far. <laughs> I'll play with the things. I don't play the video games or watch the movies. You're no fun. I love the video games stupid. too. I actually I don't play I've I've never been a big Lego person I, I've never played with any of the toys as far as my memory goes, but no, I, I, I I definitely houses. love the games and I definitely love the movies. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, we get uh, actually a lot of Harry Potter characters in this. We get Voldemort, we get Slughorn, and we get Petunia Dursley. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, do we want to just dive into this this wonderful movie? Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah, no. let's do it. All right. <laughs> just um, like the movie did, it just went right in. <laughs> Alicia, did, start so. start us off with that introduction scene. Uh, the training scene, which I yeah. pretty much set, thought it was a training scene as soon as I saw it. Like, the second time he got attacked, I was like, alright, this isn't real. Uh, I mean, it's real, but it's not. But, uh, he kept getting attacked, and I'm sorry, it didn't look like they were actually trying to hurt him. If they want an actual training scene, they need to, like, actually, like, try to hit him. The one woman with the baby did, totally missed. Like, completely, utterly missed. Yeah, if but if this were in the middle of the movie and I knew how the rest of the movie would go, just because the mo- this movie is so super choreographed and super like over the top and fake, it's not even trying to be fun. It's campy, I think is the word. It's so campy, mm-hmm. I might believe this as an actual action scene if I knew because it matches the rest of the movie. It's just as silly. Uh, um, I did look. I couldn't find any um, uh, Marvel superheroes who drop pot, uh, potted plants out of the sky. But um, John Steed and Mrs. Peel are actually Marvel comic characters. They showed up in a cameo in 1992 in uh, Captain America number 401. So this is part of Marvel. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, and the only other thing I want to say, other than, you know, the amazing choreography, you know, almost Black Widow if she was stoned levels of choreography, um, is I love Voldemort's uh, bowler hat. I think it's really cool, even though everyone else in that little town really hates it. I think that's why they're fighting. <laughs> well, it's the, the pinnacle of British uh, British gentlemen, right? You've got the, the bowler hat, and I think he had his cane at the time, too, right? I think it was yes. an umbrella. Was it cane or was it an umbrella? Oh, that's right, an umbrella. No, he has an umbrella the entire time. Because, right, right. because the British men are practical. so Exactly. Yeah. So we get um, after we get the reveal of not to eat the macaroons um, at the end of this. <laughs> she takes um, a macaroon. She takes a freaking macaroon. But right before, like, between these two parts, we get, um, they show the a screen real fits and said, uh, shield failure, which uh, makes me think that this, uh, the Hydra attack was not the first time shield has fallen in the MCU. Apparently it also fell in 1998. Well, they've, they've always been a, always been an enemy, even if they're striking from the shadows too, right? They probably didn't. Uh, take direct credit from it to try to stay a little hidden, but uh, yeah, they've they've probably been chipping away at Shield for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So is this um? Okay, Al. I haven't watched the rest of this movie. I know you have. Okay. Um. Is the Ministry does? Uh, I mean, spoilers for a twenty-year-old movie. Is the Ministry evil or is it good? So is this a Shield base or is this a Hydra base? The ministry itself is good. Okay. Um, so, so this is definitely a shield base. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So is it potential that one of these characters is secretly Captain Britain? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's possible. You know, I'm not too big on the Captain Britain storyline. I always wanted to. He always sounded interesting. Um, but uh, it is possible. It very well might be. Okay. 
So yeah, we get um the introduction of uh Doctor Mrs. Peel. Um, I think it's sexist to just call her Mrs. because she's a woman, so I'm going to call her Doctor Mrs. Peel through the rest of this. All right. <laughs> well, she does. She does go by Doctor Peel. Yeah, to, and to most people. Yeah, except for uh, Ray Fiennes, apparently, or no, Voldemort. <laughs> you just but, call him Ray. Ray Ralph Ralphians, what that's what I call him because my mom loves Ray Fiennes. So when I call him Ralphians, it's to piss her off. So. Mm. <laughs> um. Yeah. So they send when they're show um the introduction to Doctor Mrs. Peel. They have someone deliver a letter to tell mm-hmm. her to answer the phone that she was next to. Has she been avoiding the call, or are they just being super- superfluous? You know, that's a good question. I mean, so the, the delivery person knew her also, right? He kind of seemed like he was really friendly. And, and I'm trying to remember. I don't know if if he was friendly from the perspective of he delivers stuff to her house a lot. Like, she orders a bunch of things on Amazon. Was Amazon? Uh, when did Amazon or, start? Uh, Amazon. Oh, you know, I was just trying to make a bad joke. But it was, it was late 90s. It might have been around in 98. Mm. But at the time when it started, it was only the bookstore. Yeah, I remember that. So maybe she orders a lot of books as a doctor. Possibly. Or medical supplies. I wasn't completely sure. 94. Um, oh, wow. Oh. That's a lot earlier than I thought. <laughs> okay. Um, That's so when anyway, it, yeah, so maybe... Pardon mm-hmm. me. That was when Amazon.com was founded. Mm. Well, still, I figure that's okay. what they've been doing. I'm not going to wiki Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, maybe he, she orders a lot of stuff, or maybe he was told. Like, maybe maybe the person who delivered this letter um, was, like, also a member of the ministry. And we just never got that background story because, you know, one-off character. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's true. But, uh, yeah, maybe he was trying to be friendly, and he was um, there to make sure she was home because they call very quickly, right? Yeah. So maybe he went back and he did something and said, yeah, she's home. Call now. Mm-hmm. And you're just assuming that he doesn't show up again. I mean, we didn't expect Sitwell to show up again, and he was a Hydra agent. He, he, who knows? This guy might show up in Infinity War. We never know. This is an Avengers movie. True. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so they ask her to meet Ralph Fiennes in an all-males club for reasons. I don't. I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah most of my notes. <laughs> it didn't make here, any sense. Most of my notes in this is why, and that's the entirety of my notes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of this movie. You know, no the, damn one sense. of the first things. Yeah, one of the first things I think he says to her is, "Oh, you don't follow the rules or something, right?" Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. might have just been one of those weird test of characters. Like, oh, what does she do? Mm-hmm. Let's find out. I mean, I don't know how much he knows yet about working with her like does he know they're basically going to partner up or does he know they're hey this is a character and he just wants to know what she's like or is this how no, is this it, how it he meets, seems like a test is this how he meets everybody where he's like this is something i noticed about you i think i should tell you that's a good point yeah <laughs> don't know hmm. but at the same time he was very specifically naked yeah. when he met this person mm-hmm. and i, I kind of feel like that's one of those like disarming mechanisms like hey we're gonna work together 
Um, this is me. Yep. I don't. I don't know what that does. I've never tried that on anyone. Uh, um, I feel like it's trying to be a power play. Just like I'm naked, I'm unarmed, but I don't. I'm not embarrassed. But it's just like, it's just weird. I don't know. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just twenty years ago in Britain, I think there might be multiple sexual harassment lawsuits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, he is definitely the alpha male character. Mm-hmm. Um. So they after Bray finds nude scene. Um. Mm-hmm. They bring uh Doctor Mrs. Peel into the ministry base to tell her that she's a chief suspect. But instead of arresting her, you're on the case. Right. What What about her makes them not think she's the one who did it? Since obviously looks like her. So the only thing I could think of is that they have her under more surveillance than they tell us. Because, I mean, they were able to call her the second they knew she read that, that card aloud. <laughs> yes, right? for the audience. If she read it in her head. I don't. I don't know if she would have been able to get the call, but she read it out loud. So, so maybe they have way more surveillance for her uh, than we thought. And they're like, "Wait a minute, she can't be in two places at once, or can she? <laughs> she might be able to." <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we also get a quick introduction to Mother, played by um, Slughorn, and Father, who is played by Petunia Dursley. Um, and father is blind. Do you think father is the person who trained stick? Who is the person who's trained daredevil? And this is where this oh, connects. Goodness. <laughs> At a minimum, they probably go to the same conventions. You know, they yes, met up somewhere, <laughs> even if they haven't trained mm. each other. Yeah. But stick we know is, is quite old. So it's possible. Maybe she was trained by stick or there's something to that effect. Right. Yeah, or they might have been in the same class because remember, she's this age twenty years ago, so she's quite a bit older. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah, they probably trained together. We'll hope you know Daredevil season three. Um, she shows up to fight him. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See how 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 that goes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So my next note is. They are so British. Um, They go to a tailor and have a sword fight for reasons. Mm -hmm. And then they go to their, his car that dispenses tea, which is not as cool as Lola. Although who knows? It may fly. (laughs) But keeping with the British theme, the steering wheel is also on the right hand side of the car. Mm-hmm. Also known as the wrong side. Exactly. At least in this yeah. parts of the world. And I guess other yeah. parts too. I never, uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, since we only watched the first third of this movie, and this is a 90 minute movie, you know, like all quality films, uh, I kept account in the 30 minutes of the first third of this movie, they drink tea or are offered tea four separate times. Oh, wow. Which I went to Britain, Britain, uh, back in November, so about four months ago. Um, mm-hmm. I was only offered tea like two times an hour, so this is way higher than reality. <laughs> <laughs> well, then again, 
I mean, you're an outsider. They kind of know that. Um, now, in the movie, you know, they're also making their own tea, too, right? I mean, the car gave them tea. They were doing specific British things, so there was just tea around. It's. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to say they were seeking out the tea, but they were doing things, and tea was probably just a normal thing. Yeah. Like driving. Tea's always good with driving. Exactly. Well, I mean, in their car, they just they had it. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, Tony, if you moved there and you got a car, your car would give you tea. Like it would be an option, That's true. especially if it was something like a self-driving car. At that point, it would just learn the things you like, and it would just be like, "Hey, Tony, here's some tea." And you'd be like, "I didn't order it, but thank you, car. Now my life is complete." Yep, I, I'm assuming that's, that's how British. That's, things. Yeah, I mean, that's all you need is tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the Beatles wrote the song "All You Need Is Love," it was actually "All You Need Is Tea," but they didn't think it would play internationally, so that's why they changed it. <laughs> All right. Um. So, uh, James Bond is in this spy movie, uh, not as James Bond, and not as Henry Jones Jr. or Senior, but as a guy I didn't write his name. I called him James Bond for the rest of the time. Sean Connery's in here. <laughs> De Winter? Something uh, yeah, De Winter? Uh, Sir August De Winter. Yep. Uh, oh, I get it. Because he's a weather guy, and winter and August don't mix. It's it, it's it's not clever. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah I totally did not um, put two and two together there. Oof. No, I, I forgot his name completely until you read the Wikipedia summary, and then I forgot it again for a little bit. <laughs> it's all right. I keep forgetting Voldemort's character's name. Yeah. Steel, something steel. Yeah. Steel, steel, steed, steed. Steed. Okay, like he's not a porn star. He's not steel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He is steed, and she is peel. So it's kind of so he's not steel. Otherwise, steel. And peel Where's would key? Be <laughs> Where's key and peel? Uh, he probably shows up in the sequel. We got to find out. <laughs> yeah, it was probably planned. <laughs> Avengers Age of, Age of T? T? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to do some research into this. Mm-hmm. I, I won't. Side, side note, I won't. <laughs> well, I mean, okay, you have to remember that this was also based off of the TV show from the, was it, 60s, 70s of the Avengers? Yeah, the 60s. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was a reboot, basically, but, you know, maybe uh-huh. Key was in that. Maybe he showed up uh, sometimes. Yeah. There was, there was a lot. Yeah. yeah. And then after the TV like show it. ended, they actually brought it back. They rebooted the TV show some number of years later. Um, as like the new mm. adventures of blah blah blah, and you know, maybe maybe he showed up there. Maybe he was an extended character. Is that a thing? Because yeah. you know, extended universe, extended characters. Well, yeah. I mean, we know this ties in. Uh, we get Captain America in the forties. We get we're going to get Captain Marvel's going to take place in the nineties. We've got a whole fifty years of we don't know what happened. I'm sure this is part of it. Oh yeah, and and I'm sure the the Captain Marvel movie when that comes out, you know, next year in 2019 is, I'm I'm sure that's gonna link up with this movie, right? Like it's a good thing we rewatch this now because there's gonna be so much we're gonna miss, uh, and they'll probably oh, you know kind of gloss over things, right? They'll they'll mention some stuff, but I, I'm sure something here you know starts linking together. 
Yeah, I'm I'm sure of it, hundred percent. Um, so uh, uh, we get a little bit of um, uh, Henry Jones, who Al, I don't think you've ever seen the third Indiana Jones movie. Sean Connery plays um, Indy's dad, Henry. Well, while I have not seen that movie, I did know that Sean Connery does play him, the the dad. Yeah, so he'll be Henry for the rest of us, instead of uh, <laughs> Winter misspelled. Um, he goes off into, on this uh, big speech about how he is smarter than everyone else, and everyone else is dumb, and no one understands him, or something like that. Meanwhile, his head is in front of a magnifying glass. So he's talking to Uma Thurman with a very big head. And I feel like, you know, it's that type of subtle imagery that really, really put this movie on the map. It did? Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's uh, we're lost. We're very lost, but we're on someone's map. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is one somewhere. Yeah. Yep, not touching it. <laughs> Uh, but I am glad yeah, that they um, did that because you know I, from his speech alone, I did not get the fact how how smart he was, and and I'm glad that they they also showed that because that's probably a more proportionally accurate description of of what he really is like, right? I'm sure he's that super uh, super evil genius type of character, and they need to prove that at some point, uh, you know, very much like yeah, um, that's true, uh, the leader in the whole comics right he is a super giant head and that's probably where his this character's right. heading no spoilers yeah and you know also uh modok from the comics he's literally just a floating head mm-hmm. and he's super smart so yeah that's true i would love to see this character come back as modok or well i guess not the leader because the leader's already been cast but he'll never show up <laughs> so yeah i'd like to see sean connery as modok i'd like to see sean connery again since he's retired Mm-hmm. Hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um. He has such a bad experience on League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He's retired from acting, so he hasn't acted in like I don't know what fifteen years. Yeah. He did one thing. I think he he voiced. Like I think wrong. he did the voice of something in like an animated movie. But that's it. That's the only thing he's done. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Yeah. Um. So either way, he made it through this movie. But League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, or whatever animated thing it was afterwards, was the last straw for him. I I feel sorry for um, this man, because he put with, up with a lot of shit before he gave up. <laughs> yes, he did. Yep, his last movie was in 2012. Yeah, but was that, was was that a live action, or was it a cartoon? Because I could have sworn he did cartoon. It was a voice. Oh, okay, voice. Okay. And yeah, it was, it was voice, voice something, so okay. But before that, was the movie he was in before anything... Uh, TV or whatever was that League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? The last live action. Uh, no, he had two. He had uh, after League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he had From Russia with Love and Sir Billy. Wait, what was From Russia? With From Russia with yeah, Love. Yeah, that was long. That's a James Bond movie. Yeah, uh, sorry, video <laughs> oh. game. Oh, okay, so it's still mm. voice, and they probably used quotes from the movie. They probably wasn't even him recording, <laughs> honestly. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, while he's doing his giant head speech, he's talking about this plant that's genetically impossible. And he says that nothing is impossible. It's just mathematically improbable. Mm. And I've got to ask either of you guys, um, have you ever been playing a game with like a six-sided dice and have you ever rolled a seven? 
excluding no. games because that's, a thing? that's impossible <laughs> <laughs> because that's impossible the idea that nothing is impossible is bs and it pisses me off because you can't roll a seven on a six sided dice because there are six sides <laughs> i got he count the center but you're changing the rules he the inside but can can you roll can you roll the center <laughs> yeah technically how it's the center no i know it rolls with the dice yeah but <laughs> come on alicia you can't pop up you can't have a seven come up if there's a seven on the inside of the die you roll the die and it breaks and reveals the seven technically yes you can yeah but like my dice doesn't have a seven on the inside so it w no. so that dice wouldn't have it so it's impossible or <laughs> another one would be how about how about rolling the die, and then um, you know six sided die, and then um, a number that's not printed on there doesn't show up or it does show up right that would be impossible right and, and that's that's basically yeah, yeah. Like, within a set of Magic. rules something is possible like I, I know he was just probably trying to say yeah I'm smarter than everyone it's not you know these things aren't impossible but. Something is. Ugh. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Um, so we get to his big plan, which definitely ties in with Marvel, if not Mar an MCU. Al, what is his big uh, plan? His plan is to control the weather. <gasps> that, that's probably it. Uh, he's controlling the weather to make money, I think was the plan. I don't. He, again, I've watched the whole movie. Like I, I watched it yesterday. I don't know if they say like he has more to it than just trying to make money. Again, a very '90s type of, of movie. Mm -hmm. Which by the time this movie came out, did, right. had Austin Powers already made fun of that concept? Because the first Austin Powers that was like early '90s. Right? Yes, yeah, came oh, out in '97. Yeah. No, that was '97. But still, yeah. that that like made fun of that that concept of doing things just for money. Right, there was the whole joke of, uh, what was it, Dr. Evil comes back and he says, we'll, we'll hold the world ransom for one million dollars. And what was it, number two <laughs> says, yeah, we, we already <laughs> make more than that with the, the businesses we've been running for years. Oh. <laughs> like, we make more than that in like a year or a day. It's like, oh, okay. One hundred billion dollars. That's a movie. Every once in a while I think I need to re uh, revisit. And then I just never do. <laughs> I've never seen it. I'm not sure. I mean, 11 or what? When did that come out? I was nine. Nine-year-old Tony liked it. I don't know if 29-year-old Tony would feel the same way. <laughs> Guess you'll have to find out now, won't you? Yeah, I do have it on my shelf. <laughs> Probably won't watch it. Uh, I'm... Although the third one I really remembered had Beyonce in it, which is shockingly still relevant. <laughs> I... I'm sure that 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 movie might there there I'm, someday we got to talk about this and there might be some sort of tie into the MCU so we should think about that. But <laughs> um, anyway, uh, going back to this, um, please. Yeah, so his plan is just to control the weather. This... Um, I guess he's teaming up with Storm, right? Mm -hmm. So so we know the X Men are in this. Yeah, so, you know we've got mutants and all of that stuff. Which again, um, I know that you know Disney. 
well, okay, they're they're currently still in the in the talks with with buying Fox and all that stuff, so they still can't use the the X Men. But at the time when this movie came out, do, do you know if Marvel had already contracted all that stuff out to different companies? I think they did, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure because the first um, X Men movie came out in 2000. So I figured they would have gotten right to work when they got it. So maybe maybe around this time, maybe a few months after, maybe 1999 they got the deal. But yeah, uh, Blade came out this year um, in 1998. So they're selling stuff off. I don't know if they've officially sold the X-Men rights to Fox at this point, but they're definitely selling sure. stuff okay, off. Okay, so this was back when they, they could do this, when they you know we could see Storm in a movie together with the Avengers and everyone else. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I do have a question, though. For um, someone who cares so much about plants, obviously, why does James Bond start a snowstorm to kill Voldemort? I don't know that we really know that he does. Oh, it could have been um, Uma Thurman, maybe? Or the alternate Uma Thurman (laughs) 2? That's yes. a good point. So okay. you're talking about when he sees the the call box and he goes in to answer and and then the the storm starts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not a TARDIS. It's so like a tornado, and then the so it's, it's not the TARDIS snowstorm. Man. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That's true. It's um Professor Space Time. <laughs> have, mm-hmm. If you guys have seen Community, I have not, but I do know. I get the reference. Nope. Yeah. yeah, they do a. Yeah, they do a parody of Doctor Who. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so I actually have a theory about the second Dr. Mrs. Peel. Is she using the same technology that Black Widow is using for the mask? Al, don't spoil this. Right now, can we think <laughs> that she's using the same technology that Black Widow uses as a Winter Soldier? Ooh, she's a clone. So this ties into Star Wars as well. Mm-hmm. She could be a scroll. She is going. Scrolls are going to be in Captain Marvel. And this is the 90s, so this could be the middle of their invasion. I think we'll get that before we even hit uh, Captain Marvel. Well, do you think we'll get scrolls before Captain Marvel? Mm-hmm. Where you think? Where are we getting scrolls, Alicia? Call it. Infinity War. Hmm. I. You know what? I hadn't really thought about scrolls being in Infinity War. I think I'm just too shocked with everything else that's happening. But that would be a. It would be. I'm twist. really not expecting them in Infinity War. Like. I, I would probably expect them more in the next Ant-Man movie than Infinity War, but I think that's mainly just because I think they're probably going to introduce too many things. But, uh, well, maybe. I mean, I also don't think they're going to yeah. be an Ant-Man. Yeah. I want to be clear yeah, about you that. Yeah, you might be right. We'll <laughs> just because that's, you know, that one's a sequel. <laughs> I just think, you know, all the, the Thanos stuff is going to get interesting. But, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, uh, I, I'm not going to give any spoilers to, you know, the truth about Mrs. Peel's uh, doppelganger here. Dr. Mrs. Peel. Sorry, Dr. Mrs. Peel. You're right. You're right. Um, yeah, you know what? There's There are many possible reasons. Um, and while I know the actual reason, I am going to have to rewatch this, the, the rest of this movie later. <laughs> One, because I told you I was so stupid I did not write notes because I was on a plane and you know didn't pause things. Um, but the other reason is because I don't remember the full reason why this character is there i know how that happens and what the whole reason is around this you know this other character that looks exactly like dr mrs peel um but i i really don't remember what the reason was 
for why this was happening. So we'll we'll get to that. I'll make sure we we talk about that one later. <laughs> but um, <laughs> there there are there are many reasons around uh, Leo, like what could happen. Just because because they talk about things, right? Nothing is impossible uh, already. <laughs> You know, just kind of quoting that. So yeah, they, literally they, nothing. Just because they, they bring up a lot of different technology stuff. And so, you know what? We, we know that they have the technology for a lot of these different things. So, you know what, Tony? Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, Alicia. So we'll see. <laughs> All right. And then we get to okay. the last part. <laughs> and I've got a question. i got a question for both of you guys. Mm-hmm. Why... <laughs> Do they have to dress like bears? <laughs> before, so before we answer that, Tony, Good how many of your question. notes was just the word why? Because is this like the third one? <laughs> one, two. So many. So many. I have, well, I didn't say them all. I have six whys. <laughs> so, wait, maybe more. Why does she have to be in an all-male club? Why can't an accomplished woman be called doctor? Why do they have to have a sword fight? And why is it a tailor? Um, why do they drink so much tea? And I answer that because they're British. Um, and then this one is evil organizations meeting. And then my bullet point under that is just why dot dot dot. <laughs> Seriously though, why? This is my... That's my whole question about this movie. Why? Well, I'll answer this because Al is a sadistic bastard and he said we should watch this movie. I've never seen it before. I've uh. always wanted to. Did you? Do you want to watch it again? Because now we've got He to. will. He's going to. I, to. I know he's going to, but the question is, does he want to? Or would he be happy never watching this again? Well, you know, happiness, it's... It's a unique thing. We'll we'll see, we'll see what Al thinks when he watches this. Probably three times since we are doing three parts. Don't worry, listeners. We're not doing three in a row. <laughs> no. That's right. There will the second version will come out at some day. We don't know yet. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like like literally the three of us. We don't know. We were discussing it. We're not sure when it's coming out yet. Right. Uh, um. So anyway, going back to your your question, your why. I mean. I feel like there's an obvious question, or an obvious answer to this one. Like all of the, don't say, don't say <laughs> anonymity, because you can dress up as, you you don't have to dress up. You freaking, I don't know what, but you don't have to dress up as these giant. Oh, bears. you're talking about the bears. <laughs> there's better things. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes, I was. Okay, I was thinking. You know, they they need to dress up as something. I mean, you know, you have uh, you have aim. Which traditionally in in the comics has those beekeeper suits. Hydra has those mm-hmm. other suits. I don't I don't know what to, to call them, but you know they have the Hydra suit. Uh, yeah, yeah, Hydra. Yeah, they Hydra do masks. have masks and all that. I don't know. Yeah, these people, the the Sir August de Winter evil lings, they need something, and obviously, I call them I call them the James Bondies. <laughs> James Bondies. Yeah, I mean, they. Wow. Oh, okay. So here's here's another thing, another possible theory. All right. Um, <laughs> okay. Maybe uh, someone really likes gummy bears, and they just want to dress up like little gummy bears, kinds because they they're all the all different colors, right? <laughs> I'm, it's true. I'm they are diverse. I got nothing. That's accurate. <laughs> 
think it was yeah. better off going for the furry verse. <laughs> that that's what I was thinking with furries. <laughs> furries furries or gummies. Either way. I <laughs> I did like when he asked for anyone who had to leave or wanted to get out. And then he just murdered two gummy bears. Except we don't know what he murdered them with. And then Evil me. weapons of doom? <laughs> right, but doom. what specifically? He like threw darts of some kind, right? Like that was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. Was it yeah. poison? Was it... Mm. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like we're so, we're so sure. Um... This is. I'm going to leave my review to the end of part three, but you know what? This might be my favorite MCU movie of the 90s. Uh, <laughs> of all the ones that came out in the 90s, this is the one I've seen part of. So it's higher oh, than wait, the rest. Of them. You haven't seen Blade? <laughs> wait. MCU. Oh, okay, that's right. This that's is right. Blade's not MCU. Sorry. Gosh, and I'm, I'm like this movie. <laughs> uh,. Uh, no, Blade was in 98. It's technically no, a 90s it's, movie. No, I, call I, know, that I, one. I, call, I said it came out in 98. I said it's not MCU. Mm, technically, it no, is. No, it's not Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not in that continuity. When I type in MCU movies from the 90s, I get Blade, I get Nick Fury. Those, are, those aren't Captain MCU America. movies, though. They're, they're Marvel, but MCU, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe, the, the tagline, the, you know, Disney official, whatever crap they want to call it but those were you know mm. those were not mcu they're they're still marvel well technically this one doesn't have that on it either so that's a joke <laughs> i don't like the joke <laughs> <laughs> all right i think um i think we should end this episode before alicia falls asleep on us that's probably accurate <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll we'll call it here. Half hour into the movie, pretty much at that you know twenty nine minute mark. So we still have a good hour left mm-hmm. of this movie. Uh, so we'll we'll do part two oh, in God. the future. We have no idea, but uh, since oh. this episode came out or is coming out on uh, April first, uh, or sorry, Sunday, April first, twenty eighteen, um, we do have another episode coming out tomorrow. Or yeah, tomorrow, not tomorrow. Although I am going to start using that phrase now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, tomorrow, <laughs> go ahead and, and look out for our uh, part one episode of Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and uh, that's it. Oh, no, actually, what? it's the finale. Oh, that's right. We, uh, it's the finale. Oh, did we change things? Our, our 50th episode extravaganza. No, we we recorded it in the wrong order. Like, we decided to do this after we had already watched. Oh, man, I am super misremembering thing, so. our schedule. All right, well, that's me being stupid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so mm-hmm. to Marvel, go ahead and, and listen to our, our 50th episode special. Woohoo! <laughs> All right, and always, uh, please remember to follow us on Twitter at NCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating in iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, I'll make you sit down and watch this movie yourself. <laughs> that's a fate worse than death and all the other threats you've given them oh, anyway no, everybody right. else we will actually see you more we will speak at you to marvel and have a marvelous day happy april fools and happy easter oh shit you're right